Welcome to From Corn Flakes to Beer, the inaugural episode. So, Dom, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm doing <laughs> that great. That was the cheesiest shit ever, and I fucking love it. I'm going to do that every goddamn time. I so love it. The name of this episode is uh, Couples Who Game Together. And we originally had four people for tonight, two couples, but one of the couples unfortunately had to drop out, so we were only going to have one couple, but I think we're going to get a good show out of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, It'll allow us to go a little bit deeper. Uh, before we get started, I am your host, Jay, and your my co-host, Dom. Say hi, How's Dom. How's it going? Hello. Hi, Dom. Uh, this is a show we put together for... Uh, just fun and to see what we can accomplish with it. And we hope you enjoy it. I would like to start by saying uh, my condolences to the Ruth Bader Ginsburg family and uh, a terrible loss for the country there. Huge loss. So without further ado, uh, let's get this started. <laughs> So, Dom, how you doing today, man? It's been a long uh, yeah. time since we talked. You know, it, it has been uh, a little too long, but uh, I'm doing okay, man. I'm doing okay. Uh, took a great long nap, which is uh, the, the greatest part of my day. Um, <laughs> you know, all of the, the responsibilities and things in life. But, uh, yeah, doing good. How about you, buddy? How, how are uh, things in your neck of the woods? I am awesome. I went golfing today, ate too much Mexican food, and drank a margarita, and had to wait a few minutes before I could drive home. Yeah, that. I mean, I don't know why you'd wait, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see. I was seeing two of everything, man. That just means it's driving in hard mode. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I like that. Driving in hard mode. Yeah, everybody should have to drive in hard mode. At least once in their life. No, don't do it. Don't drink and drive. It's bad. Yeah, it's um, very bad. So uh, you are, you are married now. Yes. And have a child. Yes. The biggest sins that you said you'd never do. I know. I, I don't know how I uh, how I allowed myself to fall into this sense of security and uh, domestication, but you know, here I am. So you're saying you're sold out. Yeah, definitely. I'm in a cage now. <laughs> in a cage? Yeah, so, they feed, uh, me, feed me crushed potato chips under the door. So the theme, that, that kind of goes along with the theme of our show today, though. So, as you know, I play World of Warcraft, as you do also. I do. And uh, I have come across quite a few couples that play World of Warcraft together. And I find that interesting, and I wanted to dive into that a little bit today. But I first wanted to ask you, how has being married affected your life in gaming? You know, it definitely, uh, it definitely presents some unique challenges. Um, I would say one of the biggest challenges is finding the time to do that. Not so much being married. Uh, my wife is really understanding and supportive of my hobbies. Um, so, you know, before my son was born... All I'd have to do is let her know, like, hey, 
this is going to be my raid schedule or, you know, I plan on doing this on these days or things like that. And it was generally, you know, there were no issues. But now that my son is here, that definitely makes it a lot more challenging um, and a lot harder to dedicate designated time to the game. Because when he needs you, man, you just drop everything and he gets what he needs. Um, so I kind of have to base my gaming around like his naps and when he goes to bed and things like that. But, uh, you know, the galaxy saw fit to give me a son who was a night owl, just like me. So that makes it really, really difficult to get in there. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I, I feel like as long as there's some understanding uh, and communication, there's minimal limitations um, towards my gaming. Okay, so, um, you know, why don't we take a moment and explain the name of our podcast? Because uh, from cornflakes to beer, that's a little uh, it's a little different. It's a little off the wall. Where uh, where does that come from, Jay? So the way, the way I thought about it is, you know, gamers game pretty much 24-7. And I don't mean that they spend 24-7 gaming. I mean, it just you game from morning to night. There's no time that you're not going to play if you got the urge to play. So you basically from breakfast till your, your nighttime beer, you know? So that's kind of what I was going with, with the name of the, the show there from cornflakes to beer, a game from cornflakes to beer. Nice. So I have a follow-up question for that. Have you ever eaten cornflakes with beer? Unfortunately, yes, I have. It's terrible, isn't it? It is horrific. But, you know, when it's the middle of the night and you ain't got no milk and you got beer and cornflakes and you're hungry. And, you do what you got to uh, do. You're stoned. You eat whatever. Yeah, you, you do whatever it takes. You got to get those cornflakes down. Uh, to be young again, drinking beer and eating cornflakes. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be young. Cornflakes, for me, are a little bit older. So, I mean, it sounds like they're right up your alley. <laughs> you are such a jerk i know i know but i mean jay you've known me for how long way too long way and, way too long and i mean have i ever changed I, th I think i've gotten a little bit nicer actually with time maybe i don't know about that nicer i don't know about nicer maybe a little bit less well no you're still as hyper as you ever were yeah so. Which is crazy because I'm on uh, way less sleep than I ever was. <laughs> I think that has something to do with it because when I'm really tired, I have way too much energy. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's easy to fall into that manic, uh, you know, like second wind. Um, but let's, let's tell the people a little bit about where we came from, how we met, um, you know where uh how, how this bromance started to flourish this bromance so i i know i know uh i met you by accident i think uh through ron and alan yeah uh it was right before bc i think and i think they they hooked up with you guys somehow and were just through a pug or something and ended up joining your guild, and they were like, hey, we need a healer. And I'm like, I've never healed before. And they're like, that's all right. You can learn. So uh, we cobbled me together a piece of uh, healing gear. So I was raiding in cloth as a paladin, which if you know anything about World of Warcraft, that is a sin. It was a horrible sin. You were wearing priest gear as a paladin. 
But, but back then, paladin gear was really hard to come by for healing. It was. It was. But, yeah, uh... See, oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I kind of remember it a little bit differently. I remember uh, showing up to the high school prom. Um, the music was playing. Uh, I believe it was uh, Don't You Want Me, Baby by the Human League. Um, and I saw this lonely girl standing off on the side. And I went up to her and I asked her if she wanted to dance. And that was, the, you know, the rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> I made her my personal healer in WoW. Uh, you know, she wore a dress, so it was perfect. And uh, her name was Grim. <laughs> and then when she turned around, you realized that she had long hair and a big, beautiful beard. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I, you think you tickled. I think you were rocking a mohawk back then. Uh, no mohawk. It wasn't available to the doors. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't... Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, I was talking in real life. Uh, oh, yes. In real life, I did have mock. And, and no beard. Hella piercings. Hella piercings, I did. I had a lot. But uh, over time, you know, you quickly became the only person I trusted to heal me. And uh, I put you through all of the, the rings and hoops and, you know... I definitely put you through it to make sure that you were uh, qualified to heal me because, you know, best tank to ever play the game until you came along and changed to tanking. I know. Now, and now I, I'm uh, a tank. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it's been roughly, if I had to guess, I'd say probably 16 years now. Yeah, close to that. Yeah. Yeah, 16 years of friendship. Yeah, when I first met you, you were living in Buffalo, freezing your nays off. Yep, that you did, that you did, and it's been uh, it's it's been a wild journey, a definite wild ride since uh, since we've moved from Tennessee to New York, and New York to back to California, where we're at now, and now I live in a perpetual state of the apocalypse with everything on fire around me. Yeah, you should just move to Ohio, man. It's beautiful here. You know, I've uh, been to Ohio a few times and uh, never to Toledo. Never to, to, uh, to Toledo. But I definitely need to change that up. We will go for a game of golf, and I will show you that I am the second coming of Tiger Woods. Good, because I suck something awful. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm terrible. But it's fun, and I love it. it. I had one par today. That's fantastic. It was the highlight of my day. The rest of the day was shit. Yeah. I uh, See, I, I take the uh, happy, happy Gilmore approach. Um, I use a, a <laughs> hockey stick. A hockey stick? Yeah. You just, just go for as, as far as you can. As hard as I can. Yep. And, uh, no one knows where it's going to go. In one. Yeah. <laughs> it generally ends with a hole in one. Uh, oh, sometimes you, yeah, you just have to remove the hole from where it's at. And, and <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> Dom hits the ball and digs a hole. That's my hole in one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, sometimes uh, you have to reposition it, but it's okay. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about this podcast, where we want to go with it. Yeah, and, definitely. And we're both PC gamers for the most part. Uh, we generally stick to what we like. You play a, a few more games than I do. I generally just play WoW. That's what I have time for. But I do play Diablo and Fallout and a few others. But what would you say is your favorite PC game? 
Oh, man. So if I go with all time, I definitely have to say, wow, I have sunk the better part of my adult life and teenage life into that game. Um, I've been playing it since I was 15. So it's, uh, you know, I, I, to say any other game would be an injustice. Um, but what I play predominantly fluctuates a lot. Lately, it's been a lot of Heroes of the Storm. Um, previously, it was uh, Dead by Daylight, because you know me, and I love all things that are spooky and go bump in the night. So Dead by Daylight falls perfectly for me. Right. What about you, Jay? What is your favorite PC game? Uh, it's definitely WoW. Uh, I too have sunk the better part of my adult life into the game and uh still do for the most part um i play diablo with you sometimes yes and heroes of the storm with you sometimes i suck at that game so bad because i have no idea what the hell's going on in that game yeah i'm I'm actually uh very proud i just hit a uh, an achievement there where i unlocked every character so very proud of that (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's fantastic. So we didn't want want to lock this down just to PC games because we both play more than just PC games and video games. Absolutely. We play console games and we play the nerdiest of nerd games, board games. Absolutely. Or better known as tabletop games because it's not always with a board. So right now, what is your favorite tabletop game? My favorite tabletop game uh, for the time being is Warhammer 40K. Um, it is put out by Games Workshop, and I get to paint little toy soldiers and uh, play with them. Um, definitely adds a lot to the creative aspect, but it is a, um, it's a great outlet. I definitely feel like without that, I would, uh, I'd be a little bit lost because it allows me to really kind of flex my creative muscles. What about you, Jay? What do we got? Right now, I think my favorite would be, uh, it's a toss-up between two, either Dragon's Horde or um, Five Minute Dungeon. Both are really good, simple games that anyone can play. And I should preface that we are not um, we are not affiliated with any of these games. So these are just our raw, pure answers. Um, but they're both really simple, and you can teach people who have not really ever played a tabletop game very simply these two games. And they're very fast, which I find a lot of times um, new people to the game uh have trouble staying focused on a long game you know what i mean like uh trying to teach someone new D &D or games like that that are really long and drawn out their attention span isn't there you have to get them hooked on something else and work your way into that i think yeah definitely definitely so uh these two are really good entry-level games uh dragon's horde is like a card game where you collect sheep and on the back of the sheep are treasures. So you're basically collecting treasure. Then you spend your sheep to buy the treasures. So you spend lesser treasures to get greater treasures. And uh, 
was a little worried with where that was going for those poor sheep. Those poor sheep. Didn't want to have any issues with PETA on our first broadca uh, broadcast. The sheep live. Okay. That, the sheep fair. live through the whole thing, so. So back off, PETA. <laughs> um, although I love animals, they taste delicious. They do. They're my Yes, they, they are my favorite thing to eat. Um, but we... We play that a lot, and then Five Minute Dungeon, it actually has an app, so you can pick through different voices. There's a spooky voice, a happy voice, a creepy voice, all that stuff. So they walk you through the dungeon as you go. Kind so of. Did, you, did you get any royalties for recording the creepy voice for them? I did not do the creepy voice for them. I wish. Oh, okay. That would be rich. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds, uh, you could do that pretty naturally, Jay. The best part is they make fun of you when you lose, so. That is pretty fantastic. Uh, let's go ahead and bring the guests in. Stevie, go ahead and bring the guests in. Come on down, as they say. Welcome to the Brine Street Theater. Have a fruit loaf, roll up. <laughs> fruit roll up, heck yeah. But How are you guys doing? Ones. Great. We were good. just talking bad things about you guys. Yay! Well, to be expected. Especially me, because I don't really know you guys. So I was just <laughs> saying the worst things that could be <laughs> Nice. So we had Can't some technical even... uh, difficulties, so we're sorry that we kept you in the waiting room so long. No, you're fine. So uh, just give us a little background about you guys. How long have you guys been married? Uh, 5,000 years. 5,000 years. No, 14. Uh, it was 14 this year, right? That's correct. Fourteen. So, yeah. Well, you guys are making a go at it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try and see if this works out. <laughs> Still uncertain, but I don't know. It's toss up. <laughs> it's a toss up. Um, so you guys have been married for fourteen years. Um, how long gaming throughout that entirety? You know, how did you guys kind of meet each other? Well, uh, we, we met online. Ahead. We met on um, Match.com. And um, I met him, and then he just never went away. So there was that. Um, but, I mean, we've kind of always been um, – <laughs> we've always been uh, gaming. I mean, that was one of those things that we probably talked about when we first started dating was, you know, do you play games? And if they didn't play games, it was going to be weird because we wouldn't have had anything to talk about. Yeah, it's understandable. I mean, that's how Jay and I met also, was on Match.com. I can oh, believe yeah, that. Yeah. That's understandable. You'd believe that. That's funny. Tom <laughs> 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 um, and I have been secret lovers, not so secret for years. Yeah. Very, very long time. Yeah, for, Jay, for uh, almost as long as you've been married. Yeah, you keep this? Yeah, he, uh, he looks at me and just... You know, constantly asks me before we go to bed, why can't I quit you? <laughs> I ask myself that question every single night. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. It's a hard thing. So uh, I've known you guys for a long time. Sarah was actually my boss for a little while. Yeah, it was. Please tell me you fired him. I did not. That was a great I hired employee. him, though. I guess that's acceptable. <laughs> that was a great employee. Oh, no, I had the best time ever. Uh, Sarah laughed so much when I worked with her. 
it was that was so much fun. Oh yeah, because I was a terrible loss prevention officer, so it was great because at least I was I had fun. <laughs> That's really all that matters. I, I was mediocre. I was good sometimes. Other times I was like, man, I'm just gonna sit and watch the Buckeyes. Yeah, yeah. No I did. En- I enjoyed all of the crazy stories though. Oh yeah. My favorite, my favorite Sarah story, and I'm going to tell this story, and I wasn't going to, but I decided to just. Oh, now. no. Uh, my very first apprehension. I was so scared and so nervous, and it was the greatest apprehension because this girl was, I was watching her for like 20 minutes, and she was just, you know, the one of the telltale signs of someone stealing is they don't look at merchandise. They just grab it and shove it yeah. in the bag. So she's walking around, and she's just walking through the store and grabbing and shoving everything down and she goes over in a corner that unfortunately for her was right by the office like like a foot from the office door and there's a camera right above her and i'm looking straight down on her shoving clothes in her pants and i mean it was a lot she was probably maybe 100 pounds and she looked like she was 300 pounds when she was done (laughs) and i come out and i go and i gave her you always give them the chance can i help you and she looks up and she's like, oh, no, I'm fine. It was that exaggerated, too. And I said, okay, well, I'll be right over here if you need me. So at that point, she gets up and she goes for the door. As soon as she hits the door, I'm, I'm on. And I grab her and said, okay, come with me. Let's go. So I call Sarah and I said, I got one. And Missy's ringing it up. And it was like she stole like $1,000 worth of clothes, which is a felony. And... Sarah comes in and I did everything like I'm supposed to and Sarah comes in and she looks at me and she goes where'd she sign at I'm like what and she's like where'd she sign at I'm like I forgot to have her sign and Sarah's like oh my god you forgot to have her sign and she was so mad for like 30 seconds she's like it's okay I'm just gonna write did not sign there you go (laughs) there you go So it was it was hilarious because I was all excited and then I was like, "Oh man, she's gonna fire me on my first apprehension." <laughs> Never. I would. So, but it was good. And then through Sarah, started hanging out with Sarah, and she invited me to some parties. And then I met Josh, and that's I haven't awesome. been able to get rid of him since. Yeah, that's awesome. So, okay, that's how we met. So uh, we have some questions for you guys. Yeah. You guys feel like asking, answering some questions? No. Absolutely. All right. So I need a date of birth, social, blood type. <laughs> uh-huh. Your credit card number. Yeah. Rate uh, of income. Card. Well, I mean, the, the first question I have is, can I, can we swear on this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Because it is going to be uh, real hard otherwise. No, yes. this, this is why we didn't do radio when we did a podcast. <laughs> fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, cannot, I cannot talk without swearing. You know that. Nice. So, Dom, you have the questions in front of you? I do, actually. I so, do, so uh, you want to take the first one? Yeah. So, um, our, our, you know, we slaved really hard to get these questions and make them as invasive as per, as possible. Um, so, you know, I, I, I hope this, it. yeah, I just hope this leads to a sense of uncomfortability, you know, and, and I just want this to be as traumatic an experience as possible. Well, I enjoyed uh, our friendship while it lasted, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the, the first one we have down here is, do you feel like gaming has brought you closer as a couple? Um, I think that one's pretty self-explanatory. 
don't know. I mean, we've always been uh, pretty moderate gamers. We haven't been like we're not super competitive. We're just like gaming in general. Um, so bringing us closer together sometimes, yeah, because we we game together on cooperative games like World of Warcraft or uh, other role playing games. So yeah, there's sometimes. Uh, other times we kind of do our own thing. Well, I think especially like in the beginning too, because I never would have played WoW if you wouldn't have been playing it. You know what I mean? So it's one yeah. of those things where um, I think it brought us, it brings us closer, especially and even now because we don't have a whole lot of stuff that we can do together because you're working all the time and you know I've got the girl and and stuff. So it's it's nice when we can get on WoW and and play together because then it has, it's like our little special thing that we get to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. I love it. And you get on, and there's Jay always in the middle of it, being the third wheel. It's amazing, <laughs> and I love it. It's awesome. More, more like Sarah's in the middle. She's, like, skiing. It's true. Oh. <laughs> I am a world-class skier. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. And he's so, only got uh, no legs. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Like Lieutenant Dan? Yeah. Oh. Ice Fancy. cream, Lieutenant Dan. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way anybody's gonna listen to the show. <laughs> well, if they do, they're in for a fucking treat. They're gonna listen like ten are. minutes and be like, "What is wrong with these two dudes? They just talk total nonsense constantly." That's all of my friends. So, and that's what—that's our target market. If you like total nonsense, this is the show for you. There you go. Yeah. We we delve deep into crazy like, weird things and get half the information that you want to know. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's all. So yeah, hell, we might even change the theme of the podcast halfway through. <laughs> wild card, wild card. You never know what we're gonna talk about. Uh, so uh, the next question is: uh, Are there ever any hard feelings when one person gets to spend more time gaming than the other? I mean, every once in a while. I mean, it's, I, I get more upset when he goes and hides and I don't see him for, you know, weeks because he's he's stressed out at work and just wants to go downstairs and play or, you know, that sort of a thing. But because that's usually the way it works is, you know, he'll go and play or he'll be on his phone playing some little casual game or something like that. But it's not really hard feelings, though. Yeah, I, I take out a lot of my... Uh stress and anxiety that kind of thing by hiding in something fun or something that captures my attention uh, to the fullest like playing WoW or uh, I play yeah PvP is a lot of fun I play uh, a game on my phone it's called uh, Random Dice and that'll suck you in and uh, yeah it's it's a great way to escape from the world when there's no other especially after quitting smoking which was difficult oh jeez yeah. Well, good for you that you quit, though. Yeah, yeah congratulations. That's one of the hardest things to do, man. It's really tough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hard feeling-wise, I mean, she goes and plays her games, and I play mine. And, you know, if we ever have a problem with it, we usually say, hey, uh, you want to knock it off for a bit? She's like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. You knock it off, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I, I do notice when I'm playing with you guys, that, and you are really, really good, I want to say, about it. when it's family time. You're you're really good at being like guys that gotta go. It's family time. Yeah, well, so, it's it's important. Yeah, for sure. It's that for me would be the hardest thing because I'd be like, hey, look, I got this thing going on. Let leave me alone for. Well, it's uh, it's like when you say, hey, uh, we got a raid on Saturday. Like, 
dude, I can't make it. I got family time. So yeah, and that's understandable, which is why I try to let everybody know ahead of time. Well, and that's yeah. what I was going to say. I mean, usually though, it's nice when we do know ahead of time. It's harder for us to just pick it up and be like, "Hey, you guys want to go run this thing right now?" And be like, "Uh, uh, we're in the middle of something." But if I can plan it out, it's usually a lot easier because then I can plan out what we're doing and making sure I get dinner done before we start or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, I can definitely uh, say um, I've, I've been married for about five years, six years coming up. Um, hey, Brett. Thank you. Thank you. It's been uh, the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. Um, <laughs> but uh, my wife is not a gamer in any way, shape or form. Um, she tries to take a little bit of interest, but is nowhere near um competent like her her extent of gaming is playing spyro um, hey now spyro is awesome <laughs> yeah i mean i gotta i gotta <laughs> give it to her like she gets super into it and it's it's freaking adorable but she is terrible um <laughs> and you know i so it's it's a little bit harder for me um you know, it used to be a situation where I would be able to just kind of jump in and do whatever, whenever. And obviously, when you have to kind of balance your life around somebody else, it is significantly harder when they're not a gamer. So I got to say, you know, the fact that both of you are able to play games together, and, um, you know, you have interests in the same games, that's definitely a huge blessing. Um, you know, but like you said, when that family time is is there, there's you know, that's the quickest way to, to end up in the doghouse is to be like, yeah, family time. I, I got to raid. I got to to go kill some dragons. Right. Um, so then that leads to our, our next question here. Uh, kind of segue into that. Um, how do you guys juggle in-game commitments and meaning, meaningful time together? You know, when you're raiding, your raid leader, your, your guild kind of depends on you, especially if you're in a more prominent role like main healer, main tank, co-tank, things like that. Um, you know, and it's very easy to quickly deviate from spending that meaningful, special time with just, you know, the two of you. So how do you guys juggle that? Well, I'm not very good at the game, so it, I'm never the most important one there. So it's okay <laughs> if I don't go. Um, That's not true. <laughs> but, I mean, and, and to be fair and honest, we haven't been very good about that lately just because it, it, we were playing Classic for a while and we were raiding a lot. Um, and it was just, I think it just got old after a while for us. So it was hard for us to, to actually put the energy into gaming as opposed to being out in the world. So we had kind of the opposite problem where we were just like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Or at least I did. And so yeah. it was trying to figure out how to keep enjoying the game without feeling like it was an, a second job. And that's that's where it starts getting hard for me is when I'm just like, dreading the fact that we have to go do the same raid again and i don't know it's just and maybe it's just not my thing but it just after a while it just kind of got old for me and so i i did find myself not wanting to put in the energy into raiding with the guild and stuff so i don't know i don't know if it's the same thing for josh or not well and to add to that when we're um, raiding in classic you have you know the melty cave and bwl yeah. And that's all you do for like 
four months on end, and you just yeah. at some point you get burned out, and all the drama over uh, second, third alt loot Ugh. is just nobody wants to deal with that shit anymore. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. at at some point we just go. Uh, you want to go uh, play retail again? Like, yeah, let's uh, level our character. My last one was at eighty five, so let's go pick it up from there. I'd well, like to take a responsibility for that. Absolutely. And I was just gonna say, I was like, it's all Jay's fault because the minute Josh said that he was playing with Jay, I was like, oh well, shit. Now I have to play again. Well, and that's <laughs> part of it too. Is I I I had kind of run out of friends to play with uh, retail on, so I just I didn't play because it's not fun to play. Right. Solo. Exactly. So I got to have like real life friends in order for it to be something meaningful. And I will say yeah. this with WoW, the the last couple expansions and over the years, they've done a much better job of moving the content at a better pace. So right at the time where you're like, I'm tired of doing this place every week. I've got everything I need out of here. I don't really need to do it. They're getting ready to open the next one. Yeah, yeah. So you don't get that. I know what you're talking about because even in BC, it was still like that kind of. And we did Grohl's Lair and Kara, and we did Kara a lot because our group did it so fast Mm -hmm. that we would gear new people up to be able to do the rest of the stuff. And we would would run in two hours. And it just got – at one point, you just go, man, this is so dumb. I have done these fights a hundred plus times. Like, well, let's do something different. Yeah. It just feels like work instead of like fun. And I'm like, if I'm going to spend time on the computer instead of, you know, doing housework, like I should be doing, or, you know, spending time with my child, like I want to actually enjoy myself. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. And, but, oh, go ahead. I, I think to, uh, to answer your question is, uh, you know, we, we kind of did me and Sarah did that together. Um, because it was enjoyable, you know, she had some questions that I could help her out with, with her spec and look at things and say, Hey, you know, maybe you could do this different. And, you know, she would always keep me going by saying stupid jokes and, uh, poking at people, which I always love listening to. And, uh, <laughs> it, it always works out really well when I raid with her because I feel like I'm doing something with her instead of, you know, just some people that I know. Right. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. So, yeah. It's, it's always better when it's together. And I, I can kind of say, um, you know, to add to the, the difference between classic and retail, um, as someone who's played WoW since vanilla and been through the classic thing when that was, when that was you know, all there was, oh, the yeah. game is so much more user-friendly now. Um, and, I mean, it's at a point where you don't have to dedicate your entire life to just trying to get to, you know, level 60 and then, you know, spending months trying to get geared to be able to even go to molten core and then you know 40 people split in the same loot so Mm -hmm. good luck getting anything right now i mean everybody has their own loot tables i mean it's so much more user friendly and as somebody who's older um you know it, it definitely i appreciate that you know, if I'm going to play a game, I want to be able to kind of get into it, do what I'm going to do and then get out quickly. I don't have the luxury to spend, you know, days and and doing the same thing anymore. You know, I got to, so, so it's, I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, and yeah, it's, (laughs) thank God that the game is a little more user-friendly and time-friendly nowadays. 
Oh, absolutely. What? No, I agree. We were just talking about how I was just like, man, I remember when we used to play for like hours and hours and we'd just have pizza rolls and we'd sit around till three in the morning playing WoW and it was so fun and it was just questing and it was great. And now I'm like, I gotta go to bed. It's like 10 o'clock. Like, who are these young kids trying to raid at 10 o'clock? I gotta like, work it's tomorrow. Just so funny. It's just, I'm like, oh God, I'm so old. Oh, pizza yeah, rolls from... are still a thing though, right? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pizza rolls are always a thing. (laughs) I I knew that my uh, commitments had changed when, when I was starting with this guild that I've been running with that me and Josh have run with. And they're like, we run on Wednesdays at 10 o'clock. I'm like, Oh, that's not going to (laughs) work. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta be up at four in the morning. There's no way I can do that. We're going to start this shit at like six. Exactly. Right The old me would be like, Fuck it, let's do it. I can do that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, going to work and not be able to do anything because I was so fucking tired. Because I didn't give a shit. Like, well, you know, back then it was the the game was everything. Now it's the game is my escape from everything that I don't want to do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it should be. I think. Because back when yeah. we first when I first started playing this game, it's such a time sink. Like like we were talking about and. Mm-hmm. You'd have to go farm potions for raid. It would take you all week to farm all the shit you needed, and and then you'd and give the if you didn't come to raid with it, then they'd be pissed off, and some people wouldn't let you raid if you didn't have your shit. Yeah, and then of course you'd get the slackers that are like, "Oh, I, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't do that. Can can I have some potions?" And you're just like, "You know what, man?" So then you're having to farm twice as much because you know you're gonna have to pick up the weight. It's uh, it's rough. Well, and then all the people who don't want to lose their buffs, and all of the people who don't actually want to, because in, in classic you have to fly over to the dungeon. I need a summons. Everybody needs a summons. I'm like, oh yeah. for fuck's sake! Like you know what time it starts. Just get on and be yeah. over here. Just like why is this there. an issue? Right? Like, like you know, before you log out, if you're not going to log in till raid time, just take your character there and camp right there. Well, and part of part of the problem that we had is uh, we were convinced to go on a uh, PvP server. Yeah. Oh, screw that. Which was yeah. a terrible idea, and especially in classic because uh, there's no real protections. <laughs> so yeah. It's uh, with the layering. You know, back in the day, it used to be fine. You had like however many people would fit on the server, and that's it. And then they added layering and multi-server, uh, you know, cross-platform stuff, and now you mm-hmm. get like four thousand alliance that want to kill you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like I'm a raid group. I can't. <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's and just slaughter fast. And it's just no over. fun. Like, everybody's, like, my, my friend Sunshine's just like, no, world PvP makes it interesting. Think of all the stories. I'm like, fuck that. I just want to go and play the goddamn game. I don't want to die 15 times running into the freaking mountain. Like, oh my God. So I just want to kill God, 10 goddamn tigers in Stranglethorn. Exactly. Without dying 30 times, all right? That's Jeez, all I want to do. Just let me kill my tigers. Just, you want to kill me afterwards? Fine. I turn, Fine. I do that. I turn in a quest, kill me a hundred times, I don't care. Just Correct. let me finish my goddamn quest. Correct. <laughs> Is this the tiger you want to kill? Oh, oh too bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I killed your tiger. And that's the other thing that I don't like about uh, classic. Is, oh, yeah. Is you can't share uh, kills. Yeah. Right. So if you're not in a party together, you lose out. If somebody tags it, you're screwed. Yep. Which they <laughs> change that now. So at least if you're on the same side... You can share the kill. So you mean to tell me you weren't a fan of killing the crystal basilisks and stranglethorn for hours until oh, you got the eight crystals? God. 
I am telling you that was a pain in the motherfucking ass. (laughs) Best drop rate ever. You just have to kill all the boars in Goldshire, and then you can get the Sword of Truth. Sword of Thousand Truths, and and kill the guy that that was breaking the game. And then you can play the game. That's right. And you can play the game. That's right. So uh, that I guess that leads us to our next question. Uh, do you prefer to play the same games? And when playing single-player games, do you avoid playing the same game to avoid spoilers? Uh, see, I don't mind spoilers. So if she plays something that I can watch the storyline, it doesn't bother me. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll catch me up on it. What's going on? But yeah, I, think, I am not the same way. I am like, don't fuck with, don't, don't tell me what's going on. Like, I will be very upset if you ruin this for me. Yeah. So if she's playing a, a single player game. I'll, I'll sit there and watch. You know, it's, it's kind of fun just to see the story happen. Um, but when it comes to like role playing games like WoW and stuff like that, cooperative stuff, it's a, uh, it's yeah, that's a little different story. Well, and we play a lot of the same. We we play we play WoW together. That's the only thing that we really play together. Um, right. When Aerith was younger, we used to do like Minecraft, and we would do Minecraft together a couple times and that sort of thing. But really, that's the only game that we really play together. Um, he likes a lot of different types of games than I do. Like I like the story, like I don't know, like a story puzzle kind of games and stuff. And uh he would he prefers more like the strategy or the racing games and that kind of thing. So um but so he he if he's gonna play one of those, like he can go play in his dungeon and and if I'm gonna play my game or play the Sims or whatever up here, I'll I'll do that. But yeah, WoW is really the only thing we really play together. That's cool. My uh, so so my non-gamer wife uh, has this thing that she uh, does where she likes to watch me play the games. So I'll sit down. You know, I used to be a store manager at GameStop, so one of the greatest benefits was all of the free games. Right, yeah. any game that come out, I'd have it. Um, you know, I've been a Sony lover since they've been around mm-hmm. um but anyway I'm, I'm sitting there playing through like horizon zero dawn or you know kingdom hearts or anything mm-hmm. like that and she starts to get interested because she's like well there's some cool stuff going on over here and oh there's dialogue and you can pick what you have to say and you know so then it would get to the point where she'd be like well you have to let me pick the what what happened <laughs> And I'm like, no, you're going to pick some soft ass, like lame <laughs> shit. Like, why do I want you to pick it for Play me? Play your own game, bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, no, get out of here. And she, you know, or no, That's you can't so play funny. the game unless I'm watching. But like, what the fuck is that? I'm, you know, I still haven't beat Kingdom Hearts 3. And I'm on the last fucking world because oh she God. has to watch it. <laughs> I'm like, I waited like 13 years for this game. And exactly. I can't finish it because you're not around. Oh, my like, gosh. It's terrible. <laughs> so. That is terrible. Well, it's like the people that watch watch like Netflix shows together or whatever, and they can't keep going because you have to watch them together and uh, all this stuff. But yep. yeah, see, my problem though is I hate watching other people play games because I just want to take it and do it for them. I'm like, no, just let me do it. Let me let me do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, I am a- definitely that way. I cannot explain to you. Just let me do it for you because yes. there's no way I'm gonna be able to tell you how to do it you just gotta know how to do it well like especially like with kingdom hearts and stuff i'm like it's over there it's it's right there just go get, yeah. it's over there just get yeah. it get it right there it's right there just no stop jumping over there it's fine no, 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 no. like it's so funny like trying to watch Aerith play games is just, is just like soul crushing <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'll tell you, you two compliment you because Josh is the most laid back. Oh, yeah. He can explain something to somebody. I, he did it the other day. He's like, okay, where are you at? What are you looking at right now? Okay, look to your left. You'll see a tree. There's a <laughs> yellow leaf on that tree. And right next to that is this red wagon. And you go up to that red wagon. Next to the red wagon is a guy with purple hair. You're going to talk to him. And once you're done talking to him, you're going to turn completely around. So you're facing the same way. I, I was like, dude, you are. You should just, anybody ask a question, you're the one that answers it from now on. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is like, well, he is like locked it in. Locked in and just explained everything. Like I was like, I would have been like, there's a dude by the thing. Yep. Talk to the dude, and then you turn around and you go the other way and talk to the other dude, and then you just go back and forth to the dudes, and then you're done. Yep. Yep. And they'd have been like, "What?" <laughs> well, that's a that's a benefit of many years of practice of talking people through stuff at work on the phone. Hmm. Yeah. Because you have to be super detailed, otherwise they lose their spot, and you got to start over. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> But you yeah. better get it straight the first time. Otherwise, you're just going to sit there repeating yourself for hours on See, end. That, that just oh. drives me crazy because, like, I'm taking um, classes at the community college right now. And so one of the, the classes is, like, a legal tech. And like, they were trying to sign up for something. And everybody was just like, what do we do? Where do we go? What's the thing? And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, you just click it. Just it's right there. Like, I was so I at that moment, I was like, man, this is why i'm not a teacher because i would have just yelled at everybody been like it's right there yeah i definitely uh take that that same approach of like you know i'll i'll do well like the first couple times but then like three or four times into repeating myself i'm just like all right man I'm, yep. I'm, you obviously don't fucking get it like <laughs> uh but so so our next question here, I kind of feel like has been answered a little bit, but we'll still throw it out there. Um, do you guys play in the same room or do you have your own separate spaces that you guys kind of each have your own um, like domicile? We have our own spaces right now. When we first um, lived together, we had one room that had big long desk and we had the the computers at the on the same desk. Um, and that was nice for some things, especially for WoW. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've I've got uh, my my room's down in the basement, and it's my little dungeon, and uh, I've got my whole computer desk set up down there. I've got my own bathroom and everything, so that's uh, it's definitely my own space. That's awesome. Don't even gotta leave the room to go to the bathroom. Nope, sure don't. Best thing in the world. Don't have to leave the room to make a cup of coffee. I, I want to put a urinal right next to my computer so I don't have to get up to pee. <laughs> Why don't you just sit on the toilet? You know what? I thought about that, and I, when I had a laptop, I tried that one time. Here's the problem with sitting on the it, toilet. It makes After your legs about 15 sleep. minutes, your legs go numb, mm -hmm. and then you're stuck there because you're like, eh, hey, <laughs> I'm one in of the those, middle uh, of a raid. I did not think this through. No, you need to get one of those ergo toppers. Oh, the, the soft, when you sit down, it, it's, it's freak soft, and it's also shaped. It, it freaks me out, man. <laughs> See, I feel like a toilet seat shouldn't be that comfortable. That's super old people stuff right there. And then they get hot too, uh -huh. and then that's just gross. Yeah. So I have a kick-ass gaming chair. I just feel like if I had a urinal right next to that, I could just stand up, pee, and then go around. I wouldn't even have to stop tanking. I could do it right when I'm tanking. Yep. Just okay, get some okay, of those self-lubricating catheters. Good. There you yeah. go, yeah. And, and then you get some pleasure with your gaming. There that's you right. go. Sticking things in my pee hole. 
Right down the pee hole. <laughs> right down it. Sorry, yeah. Mom, if you listen to this. I hope you don't. <laughs> that reveals way too much about me. And uh, Okay. So, uh, uh, number six. What is the best part <laughs> about being married gamers? Uh, having something common to talk about, I would say, is the biggest thing. Yeah, okay. I mean, because I get all of his references, and we have little inside jokes and stuff. You get, but you guys get almost everybody's references. I was so disheartened when I joined this guild, and they're all about our age, and they don't get half my references. <gasps> I, I was, I, I just sit there, I'm like, what, what do you mean, you know? I, okay, this was so uh, funny, because I'm laughing because it's hysterical, the things I say in my mm-hmm. head. And then when, when it goes and no one laughs, you're just like, oh, okay. That was so right. It was funny. But you guys then one day I, I came back to retail and I joined up. You're like, Josh, come come game with me. I'm like, okay. So I, I joined a horde and I, I leveled up a tune. And we're sitting there fucking around playing some dungeon or you're power leveling me through something. I'm like, I don't fucking know what we're doing. You're like, whatever. And you're like, I fucking miss you, man. You don't, I've seen you for like two hours and you already know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I know. It was awesome. Yeah, I get I get streamlined when I'm running through somebody through something. You just pretty much gotta keep up, and you can thank that gentleman sitting over there for that because he's the one that used to do that to me. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, I'm loving it all. Let me run you through a dungeon. Just keep up and loot when you can because I'm not gonna stop. Yeah. Okay. It's fun. It it makes it so much easier. I mean, love, power leveling someone is a tedious thing to begin with, right? And if I'm taking my time to do it. Keep your ass up. I don't care about your loot. You're going to out-level it faster than you're going to need it. So it really doesn't freaking matter. You want gold, they'll give you gold, you know? Right. So <laughs> it's just one of those things. Let's get to the end goal as fast as possible. Yeah. Right. So do you guys feel like being married has changed what games you play? Um, for, for me, it has, because I never would have played wow or any of the role-playing kind of games if josh wouldn't have gotten me interested in it because that was for the nerds and i was not a nerd and then i realized that i was (laughs) and i feel like i had a little hand in josh starting because i was me and kevin were playing and we were talking about it and josh is like what game are you talking about and we started telling him and next thing we know he's playing too yeah, yeah, I was uh, playing Final Fantasy XI at the time, which was uh, – it felt a lot like EverQuest, and it was super grindy. Yeah. yeah. I made the switch. I was like, oh, this is so much better. Yeah. If you can say that Classic wasn't super grindy in comparison, holy well, shit. Well, at the time, back in the olden days. Back yeah. Then. And, I mean, they, they did a good job of, like, masking how – actually fucked everything was you know because it was all fun and pretty looking and you know it was all new too i mean it was it was open world where the other ones were not so much open world yeah because i know i don't i don't really i only played weber quest once but i remember you had to move through these squares to move Uh so wow was the first one where you you were limited but you didn't feel like you were limited because you could pretty much run wherever you wanted to go yeah yeah now that had consequences because at times you'd be like la 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 i'm running through the forest and wham you're dead (laughs) but you could run through that you know running if you remember in the old days when you started a night elf 
Nobody played in the night elf area because all your friends had dwarves and humans. You right. had to run from the night elf area all the way to Stormwind. And mm-hmm. you probably died 40 times trying to go through a Rathy Basin and the wetlands just to yep. get to Ironforge so you could take the tram over to play with your friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was well, uh, that run. Was and I think to, to go along with your question, um, I don't think the types of games that I play really was affected by a relationship. Uh, I think it was more like time. Um, you know, as I got older, I, I preferred different styles of games versus like, uh, early twenties. I liked FPSers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, um, team fortress classic was my jam okay. and halo was my jam. Those were fantastic. You know, and anything that was fast paced, shoot them up kind of game. Um, but when I was younger, it was all strategy games. Like Metroid was kind of a shooter, but it was also a strategy. You had to get all the parts and fit them together and do the stuff in order. And yeah, you know, it, it it really kind of depended on which part of your life you were in versus where you were at. I think that it affected the most. Did you ever play Bandle Hearts? Uh, no, but I heard about it and I thought oh, I'd play it. Fantastic game. If you ever can get a hold of it, let me know. I'll come visit you and play it with you. You ever hear of one called uh, Persona for PlayStation? No. Yeah, no, I did not. Oh, my God. I I had that game once, and I didn't realize what I had, and I gave it – or I sold it, and now it's worth, like, a lot of money because it's pretty rare for the U.S. version. Oh, damn. A billion dollars. On, yeah, and now I've got it on uh, uh, an emulator, and I play it, and it's pretty awesome. Sweet. So how do you balance family time and gaming time? I don't know. I, what do you think? I mean, that's that's a pretty good question. I mean, like it's. I mean, I mean, it's it's harder for me because I'm literally with Aerith all day, every day. You know, so it's like at the end of the day, I'm like, this is mommy time. I am gonna do whatever the hell I want. So that's when I go and I game and stuff. I mean, if it it for you, I mean, it seems like it just gets to be the point where. You know, if we can schedule stuff out, you know, like when we were waiting on Wednesdays, we knew Wednesday was going to be this. So we were going to order food instead of cooking and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Right. But I don't think it's from what I from for right now, it doesn't seem like it's really one thing is overtaking the other. Um, I think we're pretty good about taking breaks and stuff like that. And like I said, I'm pretty good about going, hey, fucker, get off the computer for a bit. I'd like yeah. to see you, you know, that well, kind of thing. We're, I think we're pretty good at both about doing that. We, we schedule the important stuff that we yeah. want to do online. And then all the other stuff that kind of falls to the wayside. Hey, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to go play some while. You're like, oh, okay. I'm yeah. going to go uh, play some Animal Crossing. So it, it, we're just kind of the hard pylons of this has to be done here. We figure out and schedule. And everything else is just kind of up in the air and just kind of willy-nilly. I feel like that's kind of the best way to approach that. I mean, if you guys communicate, I've always said, you know, to my wife and to to friends, um, communication is probably the most important aspect of any relationship. And, you know, if you communicate well enough, then you can easily balance those family time and gaming time commitments. Um, You know, anytime, like with Shadowlands coming up, I've talked to my wife briefly. Um, We'll probably have more in-depth conversations and bartering and things that are coming up um, around rating and basically telling her like, hey, like this is something I want to do. You know, 
maybe I can set aside this set amount of time, but you know, I'm willing to give up this, this, and this for that. So it's one of those things where I feel like if you're, if you're able to communicate, it works out pretty well. And you say, Hey, I, I thought about you and I, I set aside a freezer full of chocolate ice cream for you, <laughs> you know, as, a, as a bribe ahead of time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Now, um, I've heard you mention uh, a couple times your your daughter, um, and I, I got to make a quick side note: name based around Final Fantasy VII. Yep. That's correct. Fantastic choice. Um, you know, I, I named my son Red Thirteen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my wife would have been a little bit uh, perturbed if I would have approached it with that. Um, but uh, how has having kids affected your game time? What games you play? What you're able to do online? I think you you said it the best the one time, and it was uh, well. I guess we can't play stick of truth in the in the living room anymore. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. You <laughs> know, that, like, that was about it. That was I mean because still she gets all excited about even when she was real little. Like we'd play WoW, and she'd be like, "What's that?" And then we decide we'd get her to set up a little character, and she thought it was the greatest. And and so I mean she knows that we we play, and then she has her games that she plays. So there's no hope for her not being like a, a nerd or a crazy person like us. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm not going to play like crazy, ridiculous, gory stuff or, you know, like stick of truth in, in the, the living room with her. But I mean, if anything, we include her in stuff like I'll play Animal Crossing and she'll play that with me. Or when we were when she was real little, we, we played uh, Minecraft with her and, you know, that kind and, of thing. Yeah. And Terraria and Roblox. And, yeah. Was, we, we try to include her in a lot of stuff and uh, we treat her like a little mini adult. Yeah. Which uh, for I don't know if it's good or bad, you know, find your own way, but she's she's smart enough to figure stuff out and we just she asks a question, we answer it. Awesome. So when it comes to stuff like that, yeah, it's uh we she sees more things than not sees things. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's good though, because you're raising somebody who's who who's gonna be a gamer who who's going to know that I can do this on my own, but I can also ask for help. Exactly. When I really need it, but who's not afraid to do it on their own? Because I think yeah. a lot of gamers that you come across want people to help them do everything, and it's like I have my own game to play, and I don't mind helping you when I can, but I can't help you do everything. You know, you got to exactly. do some stuff on your own. Well, right? and like, it, yeah. And and I find that in a lot of young gamers, and I, I'm not generalizing. I just know from my experience, a lot of young gamers expect the experienced people in their guild to to do everything for them yeah, yeah. tell me where to go here T figure it out i had to figure all this out when when this expansion hit none of us knew where anything's at right when the right. new expansion hits none of us are knowing things at. now if you ask me where where this guy is or where that guy is i'll try to give you directions and lead you in the right way but you're gonna have to find it and remember oh, yeah. where it's at there's, I can't there's a just difference stop what i'm doing and take you there every time yeah, there's a difference between being helpful and uh, leading the leash, right? And and for me, whenever whenever I've I've led a raid group, which I I've done a few times, and I don't really like to do it because it's I started getting into elitist mode. <laughs> but uh, I feel like if you're going to to commit to raiding, and that's a commitment. Let's let's not say it's not, and it doesn't mean it has to be a job, but it is a commitment because. Uh -huh nine other people are 
relying on you to show up every week. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. To play this game. So if you're going to commit and you don't have to spend a lot, I don't always have a lot of time to play. I mean, the last couple of weeks, you guys know I haven't been on very much. Josh hasn't been on very much. But you only have to spend a couple days to do what you need to do to further your character enough to be to be viable in the raid. Mm-hmm. So I've found a lot of those newer people, they just want to show up and raid, and you can't. You really can't. You can't just show up, raid, and not do anything else. You have to do some of the other stuff during the week to help gear yourself. Yeah. you got to put some time in. Get some mats and help other people, you know. And sometimes it's just as easy as spending 20 minutes farming herbs to give to the alchemists so that they can make potions. At least you did your part to help the mm-hmm. group. And it's it's really a group effort. And that's what we try to – Dom and I both have run raids, and we both try to find people that are going to work together and not just expect to be carried through everything. Because, you know, there are going to be times when you have an alt, and yes, we're going to carry your alt through, but you've done your work to – to be allowed to be carried. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's a privilege. So, you know, I, I mean, I ran both you guys through stuff, but you're my friends and, and you guys have played before. So it wasn't like I was just doing it for you. I was just trying to help catch you up to where we're at. You seem like you had fun with it. Otherwise I'd be like, well, we'll figure it out. I do. Cause I like being awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun. It is. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question, uh, we don't exclude her from a lot of the stuff that we do beyond, you know, very adult conversations that she shouldn't be involved in or very adult games that she shouldn't be involved in. You know, we're, we're to the point where she might be able to handle some, uh, uh, yeah, that South Park stuff, but it's still <laughs> yeah. a little, it's still a little far away from, you know, being 11 years old. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, she's 11. She has her own stuff that she does, and she she plays all her games with her friends and stuff. And if nothing else, she knows that her mom and dad have fun and play together. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, she at least sees us having fun, and we have our, our thing that we can do together and that kind of thing. That's Good. awesome. So how has being married changed your gaming habits? I feel like we've touched on this a little bit, but this is just kind of more specific do you feel like it's it's changed your gaming habits? Uh, I'd well, say it has mine. Um, I make a lot more time for other people instead of myself now. Where I, it used to be all me. Um, yeah. I, I don't it know. That's the best, best answer I have. I mean, I, I think that's that's kind of natural. I think it it uh, you know when it's really easy to fall into that like. I'm just going to do what I want to do when I want to do it because it's just me. But when you have that second person that's involved or even a third, you know, fourth, fifth, however many kids you have, you know, it always kind of has to, you'll see that scale kind of flip and it becomes uh, much more like, oh man, you know, I can't just dip off into Azeroth for 14 hours today. Like, right. So, yeah, I definitely feel like that's kind of a natural progression. Right Sarah, anything to add? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it really changed a whole lot. I mean, yeah. Like normal I mean, relationship stuff. I mean, it's, yeah. you make time for each other. Yeah, and some days you're good at it and some days you're not. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's nice because we can play together and it's fun. 
Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, in, in final, in you know, our, our last uh, hard-hitting question, and this is probably the most personal of all, what is your favorite video game? Or just game in general, not necessarily video game. That's, that's the hardest that's a, question ever. That's a tough question because there's so many good ones. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The one I've put the most time into is WoW. Uh, the one I've replayed the most, uh, besides like early console games, is Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite early games of any early console up to PlayStation was uh, Twisted Metal. Such Twisted Metal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you give me any game on Nintendo, I'll play the shit out of it. But uh, to say a favorite, I. I don't know if I have one. I mean, if it was gun to my head sort of a situation, I'd probably say, like, American McGee's Alice was probably one of my favorite games ever. And, I heard like, that's Alice. a great game. Oh, yeah, God. It really it's so good. Oh, good. It's so good. I mean, I like games that have, like, the storyline. So, like, I really like the – It's it's a it's a – I don't know, hack and slash sort of a game because you're going around and beating people up and, and stuff like that. But it's it's more like the, the art style is just super cool and like the storyline is super cool and all that kind of stuff. And then like Kingdom Hearts is one of my favorite games of all time. And, and because again, because I really like the storyline and I like the fact that it's got like the Final Fantasy characters and the Disney characters and all that kind of thing. But um, and those games I can play over and over and over. And that's what I'm trying to think of is those kind of games. Um, and like, you know, Sonic was my first, like, my, my first love. <laughs> so. Little blue hedgehog. Uh -huh. my, my first love was uh, Crystalis. No, oh, Nintendo. Yes. <clears throat> Knockoff wannabe Zelda game. But that game was just fantastic. So underrated, I think. There's so many good ones. So I never really, I never played a lot of console stuff. Like we always had computer games because my dad like was a computer nerd and like we built our first computer when everybody else was getting apples and stuff like that. And, and um, we had like dancing devil and all these really random games that nobody else has ever heard of. Like, it's just, it's so <laughs> funny because I'll be like, yeah, did you ever play seventh guest? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's the greatest game ever. And like, <laughs> nobody else has ever heard of this stupid game. Did you ever play Oregon Trail? Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. <laughs> I love that game. So I Major went to Larry. Yeah, mm -hmm. I went to a, a muse actually down by San Diego Zoo um, in California. Went down there uh, a couple years ago, and they had uh, a museum of like death. And they talked about like cannibals and all kinds of other crazy stuff, really morbid. But right at the end, they've got a setup with two copies of Oregon Trail still fully functional. And I was like, this is the greatest end to such a morbid museum. That sounds like the coolest museum ever. Your yes. party died of dysentery. <laughs> yep. I hope you like typhoid. Shouldn't have forded that river. I, I really think that someone should take that game and just add a voice to it to say all that stuff. To say oh, that the, the happiest 
greatest You've got voice typhoid. ever. You, you need You've like Ryan Reynolds. Typhoid. <laughs> you Ryan, Reynolds. Like, Ryan Reynolds would be perfect. <laughs> you need Ryan Reynolds doing that shit. Yeah, that would be as the Dead, funniest Ryan thing Reynolds ever. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Absolutely. Yeah. To, and and his face pops up. Oh, I'm sorry. You all died of dysentery. <laughs> That would be the great. I would play the shit out of that game. Deadpool right? does story I, I, I would make my party die just to hear it. <laughs> just to things. hear it. Yep. Yeah. It would be the greatest thing or ever. Or when you make when you make uh, um, decisions, like, are you going to ford the river and be like, yes? Are really, really, are you, you sure about that? that? Really are you going to do, do that? that? I mean, okay, if that's what you want to do, like, it's yeah. so funny. Just constantly like, second guessing yourself. Yes, it'd be so funny. You and know, then, as soon as that when cold you do water hits your seat. Well, I guess you weren't as dumb as I thought you were. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, when that cold water touches your balls, you're going to turn your bitch ass right around. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we have gone way over. Yeah, uh, definitely. But it has been a fantastic fun time with you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, we talked too much. No, it's perfect. This, You guys are exactly what we were looking for. And this is, I feel like this has been a great show. And I've had really a lot of fun doing it. This is our first show. You are our first guest. Yay. So big round of applause for Sarah. Therefore, you are the best. Yay! You are the best. You guys are probably going to be the best guest ever. Well, have us back for something else. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Definitely have you back. You guys can be recurring guests anytime you want to come on. When you do the Oregon Trail episode. Right. The Oregon Trail episode. <laughs> well, now we got to do an Oregon Trail episode. There we go. So, and we just... Uh, we just definitely want to take a minute and just thank you for letting us kind of take a look into your guys's life. Um, you know, spending this time with us and being so willing to, to cooperate with our, our antics. So just thank you from the bottom of our hearts for, for being here and, and doing this with us. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It's super fun. Awesome. So you guys have a wonderful night. I will probably see you online sometime this weekend. Or if you guys want to, uh, come to the raid on sunday there's a old raid old raid run are you doing uh argus run yes another okay. argus run so if you guys want in on that just let me know if not, no big deal just fun thing so <clears throat> you guys have a great night and i appreciate you guys very much and i love yeah. you guys thanks love for having you us. so dom that was a great show man yeah definitely i think was. we really have something here and i'm very excited to see how it goes. Yeah. So in summary, being married and the gamer does not always suck. Yeah. Uh, I kind of uh, wish I could fall into that category a little <laughs> bit, truthfully. A little envious, but, uh, you know. you know. Well, you know, y- you make it work and you get your time in. And I think that's what's important because I think any marriage, and uh, I'm speaking totally from the opposite side of it because I'm not married. Uh, in case anybody wanted to know, probably not. But anyways, um, I think that if if you go into it with a gamer, a relationship with a gamer, and in my experience is not married, but in a relationship, if you expect a gamer not to game, you are fooling yourself. And that is not the right person for you. But if you go in knowing that they're a gamer and knowing that that's a big part of their life, I think you can make anything work as long as you know what you're getting into and know that that's not going to change. Yeah. I mean, you know, as with anything, a relationship is going to take give and take uh, sacrifices and, and, um, you know, compromise. So anytime you start trying to change something about somebody, 
you know, the red flag should be popping up. Yep. But, um, you know, if you, you know, you don't necessarily have to be in a situation where you're only dating gamers. If you're a gamer, you just need to make sure you communicate. Damn straight. So in summary, if you're a gamer and you want to get married and have kids, make sure that your girlfriend is a gamer too. And if she's not, get her to play WoW. Because once you get them hooked, they'll never stop. That's right. So next time, beat it, nerds. Get out. <laughs>